chapter thirty two of tarano the conqueror by ray cummings this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva departure georg and maida were very busy in industriana and now elza and i were admitted to their activities elza and i with our newfound love and happiness neglected for the greater thing the welfare of the nation upon which hinged the very safety of venus itself and mars and our own fair earth industriana greatest commercial and manufacturing centre of venus had been given over momentarily to the preparations for war the reals had at last turned from industry to the conquest of tarano preparations were almost completed our armies were to start within a very few times of sleep i had had no experience in warfare but the history of our earth had told me much of it the enlisting and training of huge armies of men arming them artillery naval and air forces commissary and supplies a gigantic business organization to equip move and maintain millions of fighting men ancient warfare this our modern way was indeed dissimilar it was from most aspects simplicity itself we had no need of men in great numbers i found something like a single thousand of men being organized and trained and equipped with weapons to outward aspects comparatively simple on all the three worlds the age of explosives of the sort history records was long since past electronic weapons all basically the same and i found now that it was the power for them developed transformed into its various characteristics and stored for individual transportation and use which was mainly engrossing industriana i had opportunity that first night of meeting geno realton the present head of that famous realton line for generations hereditary leaders of their race we found him this geno realton in a secluded sombre little office of black metallic walls gray hangings and rug a block of carved stone his desk and a few of the stiff-backed stone chairs each with its single prim cushion the office was beyond sight and sound of the busy city his desk was empty save for the array of apparatus around its edges the clicking tabulators which recorded sorted analyzed and summarized for him every minute detail with which the city was engaged machines of business detail we had them of course in the inter-allied offices of greater new york i have seen our divisional director voice into a mouthpiece the demand for some statistical summary computed up to five minutes before and covering his entire atlantic division he would have it recorded in cold print before him within a moment yet compared to the realton efficiency our own methods seemed antiquated indeed 
this man was in touch with every transpiring detail simultaneously yet not confused by them for every detail was also combined into a whole to be examined for itself if he wished visually as well the entire city lay before his gaze the walls of the office were lined with rows and tiers of small mirrors receivers and mouthpieces connected him with everything sights sounds and even smells of the various factories were available to him smells when his sense of smell might be necessary for the testing of some elusive gas without moving his physical body his presence was in effect transported wherever throughout the city he wished to be a man of tremendous concentration to handle but one thing at a time with all the power of his brain to give instant decision and then to forget it utterly i found him a rather small man smooth-shaven gray-haired a grave face and demeanor with dark eyes solemn with thought yet twinkling often when he spoke a man of flabby muscles and gentle voice seemingly unforceful and with a personality likable but hardly dominating instinctively i found myself comparing him to tarrano tarrano's strong wiry body the flash of his eye his inscrutability always suggesting menace the power the genius of his personality the force radiating from him which no one could mistake his intellectual power his concentration certainly the equal of this little leader of the reals tarrano the conqueror tarrano man of destiny risen from nothing and by the sheer genius of his will throwing three worlds into chaos at one stage combining two worlds into his self-created empire and menacing the third surely tarrano was the greater man than this realton i knew it much as i hated tarrano i was forced to admit it yet as i stood there acknowledging the soft-spoken greeting of realton i had the swift premonition that tarrano was going down into defeat and that this little man without moving from his desk or raising his voice would be the main factor in bringing it about and i wondered why such a thing could be i know why now tarrano with all his genius lacked just one quality which this little man had in abundance the milk of human kindness humanity a radiating force the essence of which paradoxically was the unforceful gentleness of him the almighty as we each of us in our hearts must envisage our god is just but gentle humane in his justness and with all the genius in the universe the warlike power the weapons the cohorts all the wonderful armament of war you cannot transgress the will of the almighty against all human logic of what should be victory you will meet defeat 
the thoughts fled through my mind and vanished into the realities of the present realton was saying we will be ready within another time of sleep jack harley you wish i suppose to go out with our forces oh yes i said he smiled the eagerness of youth for danger and yet is very necessary very laudable he passed his hand across his forehead with a weary gesture a gesture which seemed to me despondent could this be our vaunted leader my heart sank he added abruptly we shall conquer this tarano but at what cost his smile was wistful we must choose the lesser evil still gently almost sorrowfully but with a directness and clarity of thought which amazed me he plunged into a detailed account of what georg was to do in command of our forces my own part in it already planned by him in detail maida's part elza's the division of real maidens girlhood in war it seemed very strange yet the real maidens were going as a matter of course since there were some activities for which they were more fitted than the men with all the real maidens going elza and maida would not stay behind and though maida a wife was objected to by realton he had yielded finally to her pleading i will not now detail our plans or our armament we had in general one thousand unmarried men in five divisions of two hundred each they were largely reals with the few earthmen previously sent us fifty perhaps of the most loyal slaons and a scattering of the other races of the venus central state a few thirty perhaps of the little people of mars in addition another hundred men individually in charge of the larger apparatus and the vehicles and the division of two hundred girls our journey to the cold country was to be made on flying platforms and vehicles of various sizes some large to carry fifty passengers or more others so small that only one person could be carried these latter the girls were to use i call them platforms in this size they were not literally speaking much more than the transporting mechanism fastened to the girl's waist there were also heavier vehicles carrying the larger apparatus and several of fairly large size with food clothing housing equipment supplies of all kinds for our maintenance abroad a dozen vehicles also carrying huge skeleton towers encircled at the top with ray projectors a vehicle with a single room an instrument room fully equipped by means of which general realton at his desk would be in contact with our every move and largest vehicle of all in aspect a solid squat affair almost of a size for interplanetary travel our power plant 
we started at dawn of the second morning after my own arrival in industriana the girls were to travel to the borders of the cold country on the larger vehicles but they wished to start flying individually for the first few helans of the journey for practice georg maida elza and i were to travel in the instrument room we massed upon a broad hilltop near the city in the gray twilight of dawn with a flush of pink in the sky where the sun in a few moments would rise i stood in the outer doorway of the instrument vehicle around me was the confusion of departure eager young men laughing girls flushed with excitement the gaiety of youth going to war young as i was myself i was struck with the drama the pathos of it what would the homecoming be georg maida and elza were with me general realton stepped up to us bareheaded a solemn little man heavy-hearted good-bye he said simply i know you will do your best chuck look there i followed elza's startled gesture to the soft white clouds which were massed in the sky above us by what magic of science the thing was accomplished i know not but up there in the clouds a gigantic image of tarrano was materializing his head and shoulders arms folded his face with a sardonic smile leering down at us lips moving and out of the air about us came his audible broadcasting words do your best my friends ironic mockery coming to conquer tarrano hasten you are keeping tarrano waiting most impatiently the giant voice died away into silence the huge image melted into the clouds and vanished realton looked at us again expressionless good-bye he repeated do your best he turned away abruptly and then as he walked with a despondent droop i saw his shoulders suddenly straighten he flung a hand into the air the signal to start from a tower in industriana a puff of violet light shot up to magnify the signal the girls all in their places rose into the air draperies fluttering like graceful birds they rose circled over us in an arc and then in a long single line with officers apart to one side marking them in squads of twenty they sped into the dimness of distance the tower vehicles now were rising then the larger platform the power plant like a floating building sailing majestically up come jack elza and maida were inside the instrument room gazing through one of its windows and georg drew me within closing the transparent door after us through the windows i could see the line of vehicles following after the girls then our instrument room rose quietly soundlessly the ground dropped slowly away then faster and as we swung about i saw the hilltop beneath us its sides were lined with waving spectators stricken momentarily with awe at the apparition of tarrano they had already forgotten it from every vantage point of industriana they were frantically waving 
but the hilltop was empty save for one lone figure geno realton standing sorrowfully gazing after us End of chapter 32